0: This is the Birth Village Podcast. Welcome back to the Birth Village Podcast. I am Morgan Brower,
1: and I am Trisha Baird. <laughs> <laughs> if you were, confused. if you needed to know, <laughs> um, we happy New Year. Yes. Oh my gosh, two thousand. 24 <laughs> how old are we you're so old. i am you're not you're just so I'm young
0: am getting oh, yeah getting you there. are <laughs> happy um, new year everyone yeah we wanted to uh talk a little bit before we jumped into today's episode about the last year that we had um we got like our stats back for all of the episodes that we recorded and we are just overwhelmed with gratitude for all of your support
1: Yay. I know. Seriously, you guys were just so, so happy.
0: Yeah. Um, so a couple of fun things that we thought that we could share with you guys were the, the following statistics. We found out that we have been streamed in 10 different countries.
1: I I mean, that's pretty cool. Right?
0: <laughs> really cool to us. <laughs> I didn't think it was that cool, but I guess we are. I didn't know. So, <laughs> I mean, and the only way that we've been able to to do all of this is through you guys and through your sharing with your friends and people that you care about. So we feel honored that you like our podcast enough to, to share it with people that you like. Um, we also are a number one top podcast for 78 of you.
1: That's really cool. (laughs) It is to us. Send us a text. We want, or a memo that we want to know who you are 78. Yeah all 78 of you yeah.
0: <laughs> let us know. Um, and then even more broad than that, a, a top in your top 10 for 285 people, which is just, it blows my mind. It's really crazy. Um, we get almost, I think over 600 listens per episode, which is just, it truly honestly blows my mind. And we just wanted to take the time to thank you guys because it, it's, it means a lot.
1: Yeah, it really does. It, I mean, Morgan and I aren't getting paid a lot over here, so (laughs) this is a labor of love that we do, and we're just so happy that it's being received in such a positive way, and just please keep sharing, because this information we are handing out to everyone is just so, so valuable, so thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Today we have a very special guest with us. I say that about every guest, <laughs> but I truly mean it about every guest. Her name is Danny Andrew. And just before I tell you a little bit about her, once we get into speaking with her, there will be some details of Danny's life shared that include pregnancy loss. So if you need to skip over this part, um, we'll let you know before it comes up and you can skip over that if you need. Um, but Don't miss, there is a really special part at the end. Um, She has prepared a meditation for us and it is going to be, it's going to blow your mind. So don't miss that. Um, In the show notes, I will write a timestamp for when the meditation starts. if, If you know her story is something that you need to skip over for your own personal reasons, but Danny Andrew is a yoga instructor who is certified in prenatal and postpartum yoga. She's been teaching for four years, and Trish has known her a while. So she has some really nice things that she wants to say about her.
1: <laughs> totally. Uh, I was so excited when we got to have Danny come on the show because I first met Danny, just happened to be in a yoga class that she was teaching. And I was like, who is this girl? I'm obsessed. <laughs> 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 so I did my very best to try to make it to any class that Danny was teaching. Because because there was just something about her that just made me go yes that you
0: know what when I first met her was in your class oh and I felt that about her in my Bradley class yes oh cute it, when I took your Bradley class she was also taking your Bradley class and I was just like hmm she's something. I like her yeah yeah yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I know so yeah she's just super awesome super special and yeah like Morgan said I got to know her and her husband, Chris, so much better when they did take my Bradley class. And she had an amazing birth story. I don't know for sure how much she's going to share today, but I hope just a little bit. But um, yeah, anyway, yeah, she's just so great. I specifically talk about her a lot in my Bradley class. And to every single pregnant mama I meet, there's what Danny's handing out is everything that I try to teach my class. Um, my clients, um, any woman who is having a baby, these are specific things, mind, body, and spirit that Danny teaches in her yoga. And when a mama can embrace all of that, um, she's winning when it comes mm-hmm. to birth. And it's not easy. It's a practice that you have to Really, really undertake. So, anyway, without further ado, please. Oh, there's one more thing, though. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have to say this about Downey. Um, I a lot of the times at my postpartum after I have a client, um, I go to their house and do their postpartum and go over all the things, and I like to ask my clients what was the one thing that just made it your birth manageable or, um, how did you get through transition or how Mm -hmm. did you get through that really hard part? Mm -hmm. Guess what they say so much? Well, there was something that Danny said in her yoga (laughs) class and I'm like, Oh really? I was your doula. I was there for 18 hours of the grueling. I said the best things. Like I was on my A game and it was Danny (laughs) <laughs> sorry that to just, say your name that like just that danny proves i know how good she is so i'm just like yeah that's why i say to every pregnant mama whether she's my client or not you should go to a yoga class prenatal yoga and it needs to be danny mm-hmm. more specifically <laughs> it she's needs gonna tell to you something Dani. that you need to know <laughs> for sure so anyway without further ado Welcome to the podcast, Danny. Thank
2: you so much. You guys are so sweet with
1: that intro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we like you that much. <laughs> we're not we're not blown smoke. Well, it goes both ways. <laughs> oh. Um, Danny, we want to start the Usually we start by being like, tell us about yourself, but we're going to get into that in a little bit. I want you to tell us first and foremost about your yoga class. Tell us about the details of it because Clearly, it is changing lives.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That makes me so happy to hear. Um, I think that every everyone needs to do yoga, but especially pregnant women need to do prenatal-specific yoga. Um, it is just so beneficial to find that mind-body-spirit connection and that connection between your body, your baby, and your breath. Yeah. Um, so every class that I teach um, kind of has a similar format, at least my local classes that are 60 minutes long. And we begin every class, with um breath work. Um, And it's the same breath work. It's a form of diaphragmatic breathing. And our emphasis here is to really learn how to connect our breath to our pelvic floor. Um, And in my opinion, I think this is one of the most important things that a woman can do as she's prepping for birth, because you learn to just breathe your baby into the world. Um, And that's how I feel like I had my daughter. I have many women tell me that that's how they had their births after my class is just by breathing their baby here. Yeah. Um, And then we kind of go through, of course, a physical practice, the asana or the postures of yoga and it's different every class every class I have has its own sequence and um, we normally begin with some sort of warm-up just slowly getting used to our bodies getting used to moving them And we'll build up some fire, some heat, some classes, or sometimes it's a little bit more restorative. It just really, I'm an intuitive teacher. I feel like who are the mamas in the room at the moment? What do we need? And I kind of go based off of that. But I, I like to teach why we do things. Why are we putting our hips in an external rotation or a neutral rotation? Or how can we turn that into an internal rotation? And how can we then turn that into a skill that we can use when we're in labor and we're, you know, trying to breathe our baby into this world how can we move and shift and change our bodies to help baby descend down mm. and to just kind of help help the birth process move along a little bit smoother and and so we talk about why we're doing different things why our hips are in different different rotations and, and where to use that in your labor is this good for mid labor is this good towards the end of labor is this you know where do you want to be during transition and, and we just talk about all those things during class and um, we normally do some form of core work obviously we're not doing sit-ups and crunches when you're pregnant, (laughs) Um, but there are a lot of safe ways to work your core and core strength is important when you're trying to push out a baby, right? (laughs) And especially that postpartum recovery stage. And so we learn safe ways to engage our core and to work with like those deep core muscles. And we also always have some sort of meditation or visual uh, visualization technique done at the end. And I, and I switch it up from class to class on what we do for that. Sometimes it's a different form of breath work. Sometimes it's what's called a Kriya, which comes from a lineage of yoga known as Kundalini, which is very energy based. Um, and it deals a lot with like the feminine energy, the Shakti energy. Awesome. Um, and so we just do some sort of meditation or visualization technique because, and I think this is what Trisha was referring to at the the beginning um that a lot of mamas take into their birth with them um most of the time if you're if you're trying to have a birth and it's an unmedicated birth in 99 of the time and i made that statistic up it (laughs) is it is your mind that is going to give up before your body oh because your body was designed to do this right like this is part of your divine right as a woman yeah um and it's your mind that's going to give up and so we learn how do we strengthen not just our bodies but our minds Mm -hmm. and prepare our minds to be In a little bit of discomfort or sensation, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, And how do you learn to breathe through that? What is your superpower? And for some women, it's going to their birth affirmations. For some women, it's picturing their baby. For some women, Mm -hmm. it's taking themselves on a tropical vacation in their mind or whatever (laughs) it might be. But we take the time during the yoga class to practice that skill so that women can learn what is their superpower? Where do they need to take themselves to breathe through sensation and to breathe? through discomfort. And we work that skill um, so that when you are in that moment during labor and delivery, um, where things are getting really sensational and <laughs> your mind m- might want to say, hey, I want to give up, but your body is more than capable to keep going. You already know, how do I keep going? Because it's a muscle, a memory thing yeah. that we've practiced, right?
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, we talk about that all the time, about getting your mind out of the way and about the mind gives up before the body. Yes. I, I mean, that's true in life in general with like something hard, exercise or, or whatever. Oh, absolutely. But labor especially. <laughs> um, okay. And then logistically, uh, you teach at Crux. Right on Fridays,
2: yes, Friday mornings at 10 a.m. I teach locally in St. George at Crux Sport and Spine. Um, and it's just a drop in class. Um, normally, especially if it's your first class, I encourage you to sign up online ahead of time on my okay. website, just dannyandrewyoga.com. Um, but after you've been at least one time, so I have your waiver on file, even if you're running in five minutes late, we can take care of everything afterwards. Yeah. But that first class, it's important that you sign up ahead of time so that we have that waiver on file.
0: Perfect. Um, and then, so you're, you're doing these classes. But you're also 34 weeks pregnant.
1: Yes, I am. I'm <laughs> so excited. Thank you so much. Um,
0: so what does that mean for the rest of us when you have your baby?
2: Yes, I will be taking a break from teaching. <laughs> um, after my last child, my daughter, um, I jumped back into teaching. What I think was a little bit too soon. I had a lot of pressure on myself. And so I'm not putting any timeline this time around. Okay. Um, I will be taking a break. I don't know how long that will be yet. (laughs) Just keep in touch with me and I'll let you know. Um, I'm planning on teaching through my entire pregnancy. So that takes me to about 26 weeks will be full term for me. Obviously, if baby comes sooner, those last couple of weeks will be canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, I am working on building a mini series of classes that will be up on my website as well. Awesome. So women can practice along there when they can't meet with me in person. Awesome. And also for all of your listeners who maybe don't live in St. George. Yes.
0: Perfect. That's, that's awesome because we definitely need you while you're not able to be around. Oh, for us. So but sweet. your baby also needs you more than we do. Yes. Um, and okay. So your Instagram is at Danny Andrew yoga, mm-hmm. D-A-N-I. Andrew with no S correct. by the way yoga so I'm sure that you'll like be posting on that when you're coming back and stuff like that yeah
2: absolutely that's a great way to just stay in touch with everything that I have you can also sign up for my email list on my website okay Um, I hardly ever email so if you get one you know (laughs) there's info in it I try I say I'm gonna do it once a month but it's like once every three months it's normally (laughs) just when
0: I have news (laughs) you know what I think that's mostly appreciated it's not spammy at all (laughs) that's really great um okay so perfect we've heard about your yoga class you've been teaching yoga just yoga in general for four years now yes. which is quite a long time um why did you get into yoga? When did that start?
2: Yeah, so my journey into yoga began um well before I ever really set foot on a yoga mat. Um and it actually really spurred um from my first pregnancy which was in 2017. Um so in 2017 my husband and I were expecting our first baby, a little boy, and um, so I'm going to get emotional. Is this um, the trigger warning? This is a trigger have... warning. This is a trigger warning. If anyone's ever experienced pregnancy loss, skip ahead. Just a here. couple minutes. Um, but we were pretty far along, um, 22 weeks and five days when I unexpectedly had a placental abruption and, um, ended up breathing. Um, a perfect, perfect little boy, um, who took a single breath before he passed. Um, and it, destroyed me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went from being just like a really happy, vivacious person, you know, in my young twenties, um, to just turning into a really, really dark place in life. Um, and I spiraled into a really deep and dark depression, um, for a couple of years. Sure. And it was just a really dark period, um, in my life. I had been raised in a way where I felt like your sole purpose as a woman was to be a mother. And so when I felt like that was not a possibility for me, um, I didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. And so I was just trying to find healing and I... Went to a therapist and you know, she was helping me through some things and something she suggested for me was to go to a yoga class. And I had never really thought about that before. And, and I grabbed my husband, and I make him come with me. And <laughs> had you ever even been to a yoga class before? I had like done little pieces online before, but I had never been to a studio or a gym or okay. any sort of formal setting. And so we go and have no idea what to expect and we end up going to this hot yoga studio and we go to one of the hardest teachers there and it's like really hot and really humid and we have like this one tiny water bottle that we're sharing between the two of us <laughs> and we are dressed inappropriately for this class and have these like slidey yoga mats and it, it was a mess and, <laughs> and physically I couldn't really do anything the teacher was asking Um, But we got to the end and what they call Shavasana, where you're resting at the end. And I just had this huge emotional release where I just started sobbing. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I realized there is something here that is beyond exercise, you know, that's beyond what's going on in your body. And I wanted to figure out what that was. And so I kept trying to go back to classes. Um, but if any of you have ever experienced mental illness or depression, sometimes you know what you want to do, but it's really hard to stick to it. Yeah. And so that's where I was at, where I would try to go to classes, but it was really hard to, to force myself to get there many times. But I knew when I went that I felt better. And then um, my sister passed away. And um, – I felt like I was just barely starting to climb out of this hole that I had been in and I was so afraid of falling backwards. I didn't know what to do. And my husband and I were on a hike one day and we were talking and I just told him like, I am so afraid of falling backwards. I don't, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what to do. And he's like, you should take a yoga teacher training. And I'm like, I've been to a handful of classes. Like I can't, like that doesn't make any sense. Right. (laughs) And he's like, there's something about yoga. When you go, you feel better. We need to figure out why. And so I decided to sign up for a yoga teacher training with no intention of ever, of ever teaching. Um, and luckily he's just super supportive. And, and so I went to my first class and the teacher, the instructor that I had was very intense. And I, I go to this class and he starts by doing this like two and a half hour long yoga practice. Ooh. And I like, couldn't do any of it. And so after class, I go up to him and I'm like, hey, I'm signed up for your yoga teacher training. I need to drop out. <laughs> this, isn't gonna, this isn't going to work for me. I can't do this. And he, you know, sweetly told me, he's like, you know what? Like, I want you to stay for the weekend. And if you still feel that way, it was a Friday night. If you still feel that way Sunday after class, then then you can drop out. But why don't you just see there's a reason you signed up Um, see if there's something worth staying for. And so I stayed for that weekend and just fell in love um, with everything to do with yoga and and just like the rich history of it and just understanding that it's so much more than a workout, that it is a spiritual connection. And yoga taught me to love my body again, which I had started to despise because I felt like it wasn't doing the thing that a woman's body was supposed to be able right. to do, right? It taught me to love my body. It taught me to love myself. It taught me how to connect to my breath. And it gave me the courage to continue forward. It took me out of that place of darkness into a place of light. Um,
0: and yeah, I guess that's wow. That's my long answer <laughs> to your I'm question. crying over here. Just <laughs> if you hear me sniffle, mind your business. Uh, um, wow. That's a really heavy story yes <laughs> and a really neat story Thank you. um I think, I don't know if I can say that everyone who has experienced yoga has felt that, but yoga is very much that way. It's very healing and very helps you to to connect your mind, body, and spirit.
2: Absolutely. So I normally tell someone if they haven't had that experience with yoga, try a different teacher or try a different style. Yeah. There's many different styles of yoga and every teacher is different. And it's not that even that one teacher is better than another, it's just that it might not be the right teacher for you.
0: Right. Right. Wow. Um, So moving forward from that, what got you then into deciding to do prenatal and postpartum yoga and being certified in that? And was that hard because you had experienced a loss? And so.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So that was about a year later. um, I had finally moved out of that really dark hole that I had been in. I loved teaching yoga and my husband and I were trying to get pregnant again. And I was really afraid of losing yoga because I felt like that was my tool to managing my own mental health. Um, And so I was looking around for just prenatal yoga teachers in the area to make sure that I could take classes while I was pregnant. And there wasn't any. (laughs) And I thought to myself, how is this not a thing? Why why are there not... You know, we live, we don't live in a giant city, but it's a big enough city that I felt like it should be an offering that was here. And so I realized that if there wasn't going to be a teacher here, I could learn from, then I needed to become that teacher. Mm. Um, and I signed up for a yoga teacher training that was based out of Salt Lake. Um, and I got certified, um, and I loved the training. I was in a much better place mentally and spiritually where Mm. I felt like I was able to handle most of the training. There was, I remember there was one homework assignment, um, It was very triggering for me at that time. And I I talked to the instructor and I told her like, I can't do this. Every time I try to do it, I break down. Like it's just, it's too much for me. And and she was very understanding and I just didn't do that assignment. (laughs) You know? Um, and other than that, it was really great. And I, I started teaching prenatal yoga and I just felt such a light with those mamas who came to classes with me. Um, and I loved it. And, and we weren't, we still weren't pregnant yet. Um, this was in, in 2020, I believe that I was teaching. Um, and then in November of 2020, I had been teaching for, for quite a few months at this point. I had started, gosh, I think maybe in June or July or something. Um, I had a miscarriage Oh, and I, it was an early, early first trimester miscarriage. Um, and I remember thinking at that point, like, I don't know if I can keep teaching this. Yeah. <laughs> this might be too much. And Just to be around so
0: many pregnant mm-hmm. women. And
2: so I, I took a couple weeks off. Um, and when I went back, I remember teaching a class. And in the middle of class, I, I just broke down. <laughs> and I started crying throughout class. And there was a couple moms in there who had been coming really consistently um, to class. And, and I had shared freely about my miscarriage. Um just on my personal social media accounts and they, they had seen it and they knew about it. And so we're in the middle of class I'm supposed to be teaching and I'm sobbing (laughs) and the moms are all sobbing. Um, but I made it through that class and that was probably the hardest class I've ever had to teach. Um, and I was just embraced by the mothers who were in that room, um, physically as well as just emotionally, you know, like they just gave me the biggest hugs and, and just thanked me for being there with them. And, um, I felt such a spirit, you know, just like such a, a spirit of just hope and love, um, from them and with them. Um, then I knew that even though this was going to be a really hard thing, that it was something that I was going to continue to do. Um, and so I kept showing up, um, and it was hard for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it got
0: easier and then I got
2: pregnant and it got even better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. and, pregnancy after loss is just always hard it is um but and being surrounded by pregnant women when you've experienced a loss is also really hard yeah um and I don't know it personally I I wasn't in any of those classes and yet I'm still feeling such gratitude for you for like pushing through that because I know how impactful it was for those women
2: thank you Um, so
0: I just think you're amazing for that I'm like so so emotional you guys (laughs) it's okay I also feel like it's worth noting that like it it took me
2: years to get to that point yeah um after my the first loss that I had like I remember going to the grocery store and and seeing a pregnant woman or a mom pushing a stroller and I remember one time like running out of the grocery store just like sobbing and going home with no groceries (laughs) because I just couldn't handle being around people who had what I so strongly desired but but didn't have the privilege of having at that time. Yeah. Um, I had done a lot of work to get to the point where I was able to show up and, and teach those prenatal yoga classes. Um, yeah. And it and it was work, you know. There's oh, a absolutely. lot of work that comes with healing and I don't think you're ever, I don't think you can ever completely heal from a pregnancy loss. At least I haven't been able to yet. Yeah. Um, but I think that you learn how to live in honor of those babies that you have lost. Um, And and that looks different for everyone. And Mm -hmm. this is one way I have found to do that.
0: Yeah. I think grieving is not uh, something that you uh, like accomplish. It just sort of becomes a part of you and and you become different and hopefully better because of what you've been through and move forward rather than like move past it.
2: I would agree with that.
0: Um, so will you tell us about your pregnancy with Aurora?
2: Yeah. So, um, I got pregnant with my daughter Aurora in, I I found out January in 2021. Um, and we, oh my gosh, the emotions that come with being pregnant after having loss is just it's hard to describe to anyone who yeah. hasn't been there. It's such a mix of just like joy and elation and excitement, just combined with a fear that you don't want to have, but you just can't really seem to shake, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, I, I was pregnant with her and, um, and had to work really hard to, to live in a place of faith and not fear
0: yeah. um,
2: through her entire pregnancy. I think I got to about, where I'm at now in this current pregnancy, about 34, 35 weeks. And my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, we don't have anything for this baby. Oh, <laughs> like oh my we, gosh! Yeah, We had just been so like, we didn't want to buy things that we weren't going to use. Like it just wasn't real. Like it was real, but it wasn't real yeah. to us for the longest time. And all of a sudden we're like, you know, like this is, this is getting to the point where we could bring a baby home in a couple of weeks. And we, we haven't trusted ourselves enough to purchase anything to buy anything to right. have anything ready. And luckily we had a baby shower, you know, <laughs> shortly after that, which greatly helped. <laughs> we were able to get some things and good. And yeah, I had ended up having a great experience. So it was, you know, it, it was a beautiful pregnancy. My pregnancies are really rough. I have hypermesis and and just really sick through them. Um and there was a lot of fear associated, but I worked actively every day to live in a place of faith the best that I could. Um, what did that work look like for you? yoga yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. if like, not just saying that to like shamelessly self-promote but for <laughs> me that is my tool of healing that is like my grounding my grounding tool um so yoga and breath work and just visualization like visualizing like what will it look like to have a healthy pregnancy and just having to to learn to breathe through those times where I felt overwhelmed or stressed and and just focusing on my breath and yeah and and finding that that moving meditation through the physical yoga
0: practice. Yeah. Has um, this pregnancy the your current pregnancy mm-hmm. been similar for you in in the ways that yoga has helped you through it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think this one definitely has a little bit less fear associated with it because I now do have a beautiful daughter who I have been raising for the last 2 years. Mm-hmm. Um and so I I know that it can work for me if that makes sense or sure? I didn't yeah. know that before. Um But yeah, I I think that that's, that's where I'm able to go to disconnect from everything else. You know, like even for my husband and my daughter, like sometimes you just knew that time was a mama for you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
2: And that time for me is on a yoga mat. Um, and it doesn't always look the same. I feel like when I was pregnant with my daughter, Aurora, when I did practice, I still had a very strong physical practice at that point in time. Um. And this pregnancy, I have just my body has just been like craving more of a restorative practice, mm. and I just really listened to that. And so, I've been doing a lot more of a restorative practice, a lot more meditation, um, and and breath work. Um, so, like, awesome. you know, of all things in life, there's an ebb and a flow,
0: yeah. Well, it's great too that you're able to practice your intuition in that way, in yeah. addition to you know, lots of other ways. But intuition is so important to practice, especially heading into a labor experience that you plan on having and so it's a that's a great way to practice is just to be like what does my body need right now
2: exactly yeah, yeah so true and chasing around a two-year-old I think counts as my workout so <laughs> maybe that's why when I get on my mat I want to be oh, yeah. a little slower now yeah, yeah
0: for <laughs> sure um and then what about your birth experience with your daughter
2: Yeah, I had a really beautiful birth experience with my daughter. Um, I birthed in what they call the Simply Birth Suite, which we have in um, our hospital here. And I know that's not in hospitals all over. So essentially what it is, is it's a hospital room that's designed to be feel more like a, a home birth where um, they have like a large birthing tub and a queen size bed. Um, and, you know, they say they're not going to do any interventions unless you ask for them. Yeah. <laughs> I know Tricia has opinions on that, <laughs> um, but it is, it is made to, to feel very different from your traditional hospital birth experience. Um, and after our history of loss, we felt like that was a really good compromise for us. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to have an unmedicated birth, um, but we also felt safer in the hospital because of our pre- Previous losses. Um, and with Aurora, yeah, so I got to my due date, um, which I was surprised by because I had been dilating for about a month. Like, really? you know, like all those, like the last four appointments you're out there, like you're at a two, and then I was at a three, and then <sighs> I was at a four centimeters for two weeks. Wow. And so every appointment I went in, they were like, you're going to have this baby early. This baby's coming early. You're not going to make it past the weekend. <laughs> like, which don't, I mean, I'm so mad that they said that because in my mind I was having the baby early and she didn't come early.
0: So then she's late in your mind. <laughs> yeah.
2: So don't listen to, to practitioners. If they tell you anything like that. Um. So I got to my due date and I was sad that I was on my due date where <laughs> I had initially been planning on going like 41, 42 weeks. I was ready for that until they started telling me she was coming early. Right. Um, um, so I go to bed on my due date and then I wake up um, with a contraction at 2.53 in the morning, the following, the following morning. Um, and um, it was a really, really strong contraction at first. And I was like, Ooh, like this is different. you know? <laughs> this is very sensational. What's going on. And and just kind of breathe through it and then try to fall back asleep and, and very shortly after you know, I, I feel another one and I was like oh that's kind of weird and I go to the bathroom and the same thing like right after another one and so I'm like maybe I should be timing these and I start timing them and they're like 2 minutes and 45 seconds Ooh. apart when I immediately start timing and I don't know if it was because it was the middle of the night, or if it was pregnancy brain, or if I'm just not a very smart person. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember thinking, okay, Trisha taught me go to the hospital when your contractions are about five minutes apart. Like, but I thought, like, when did they get five minutes apart? I thought they were supposed to start farther than that. <laughs> so, it. I don't know. I was just very slow in the moment. It took me a realias to like actually accept, like, hey, yes, like, it was the middle of the this night. It. Let's yeah. say that that was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I. I finally, finally wake up my husband and I was like, hey, like, we're doing this. Like, I, yeah. you know, like, I'm having contractions. He's like, okay, moving kind of slow. I was like, no, like, they're like really close together. Like, <laughs> I think that we need to move fast. And he's like, how long has this been going on? I'm like, only like 15 minutes. <laughs> but like, they're like, they just keep coming. And, and then it's just kind of like, I don't know, a mess. Like I like I'm telling you, I was just not very smart that night. And and so I start throwing up <laughs> and I'm not surprised by this because I had thrown up my entire pregnancy. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I peed my pants while throwing up. There's so much pressure. And so I'm on the floor and all hands and knees <laughs> telling my husband, I think I just peed myself like this is my water breaking, which I didn't even realize until we were at the hospital. <laughs> <That's what was laughs> <happening>, right? <laughs> and so we get to the hospital and we go in and And they're moving pretty slow and they're not, you know, like, I think they're used to maybe women coming in being like, Hey, I'm dramatic, you know, being dramatic. (laughs) And so they thought I was just being dramatic and she's going quite slow. And then she's like, well, I'm just going to check you real quick. And I'm like, okay. And she checks me and she's like, oh, oh my gosh, you're at a 10. You're having this baby right now. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) And at that moment I knew like, okay, I have this. Like I was already in transition. Like I was at that ring of fire, but in my mind I still had 12 more hours and I was like, oof, I don't know if I can do this, you know? And that was a moment when I knew, okay, everything is good. And, they didn't have us do any paperwork. They're like, "We'll do that afterwards." They wheeled <laughs> me straight into the room. They pulled the doctor out of another woman's room <laughs> to come into my room, and I just breathed my baby here. Is I'm is surprised how I feel about you even it.
0: made it into the room at that point. Everybody was,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fast and furious. Um, I, you know, it was from my very first contraction to holding her in my arms was two hours and six minutes. Wow. Um, so they call it precipitous labor when it's under three hours. Um, but it was just a really beautiful experience, you know, mm-hmm. in those moments when I was breathing, my husband would just be like, just breathe, like inhale, exhale. Like he knew that breath was, that was my superpower. That's where I have to go when things get hard. And okay. and he knew that about me. And so those were like the cues that he would give me. And, and that's all that I needed. And I would just focus on my breath and just breathe her down. And
0: and that's what you world. mean when you say that you breathed her here. Yeah. You, you, You breathe through it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I just feel like, you know, it was the breath that that brought her into this world.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. (laughs) We. Oh, the whole thing. Um, Well, this has been a really enjoyable time for me, at least, to be able to get to know you. Uh, And we have... meditation prepared. So I want to save time for that. Um, but before we get into that, is there anything that you'd like to say to our listeners, any advice that you have, or just anything that I've not asked you that you want to make sure the listeners hear anything like that?
2: Oh, that's a great question. You did not prep me for this question. (laughs) I didn't, sorry. (laughs) Just throw it on me. Um, I guess if I was to have any advice, um, it would be to just trust your body. I think that we live in a world, um, that makes birth seem really scary and something that we need to be afraid of. And I, I think I lived in that mindset for a while myself, um, especially having had just some scary experiences associated with pregnancy and with birth. Um, it's an active choice though on how you feel about the birthing experience. And you can actively choose to embrace it as one of just love and light and, and faith, whatever that may mean or be for you. Um, and when you decide that, when you make that active choice, um, it changes everything. Yeah. Um, and so just trust in your capabilities, um, in your body, in your baby and in your breath, and you can have a really
0: beautiful, a really beautiful birth experience. That's amazing thing to say on the spot <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> with no prep. Um, that, that's really great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your story with us. And especially it's not necessarily an easy story to share, um, but we really appreciate it. And I know that it's going to touch those that are listening.
2: Oh, Thank you, Morgan. And thank you for having the space for women to connect and to yeah. to trust in themselves and to, to be
0: with others. Of course. Um, before we do the meditation so that once it's over, we can just sort of end the episode I want to do all the wrap up here and now so once again tell us about your um your Instagram and your website
2: yes so um my Instagram my website are both just my name Danny Andrew and then yoga so d-a-n-i-a-n-d-r-e-w yoga (laughs) (laughs) y-o-g-a and so it's just at that for Instagram
0: and then add the dot com to get to my website perfect (laughs) um and so if, if anybody has any questions for you, they can reach out to you. Is that all right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. DMs are a great
2: place to reach out for me. Instagram DMs, um, or my email as well, which is just Danny Andrew yoga at gmail.com. <laughs> it's pretty streamlined. <laughs> it's all pretty much the same thing. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Well, that's the same for us. Our Instagram at the birth village podcast. You can email us at the birth village podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we also like DMs. If you have anything to say, let us know how you felt about this episode, what you thought about it. Um, and what you might like to hear in the future. Trish, anything to say before we close out? All right. She's giving me the go ahead. Um, so stay tuned for this awesome meditation that we have coming up next. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the ratings and reviews. We love you so much. Hope you have a great year.
2: We're going to begin our meditation practice today by taking a moment to just focus on the breath. I invite you to find a comfortable position wherever you are. If possible, you may find the most comfort sitting up nice and tall, maybe laying down. Rooting your sit bones into the space beneath you and lengthening the spine up one vertebrae at a time. The crown of the head reaches towards the sky. Release the tension between your eyebrows. Allow the jaw to feel loose with the tongue dropped from the roof of the mouth. If you're in a place where it's safe to do so, gently close the eyes. Durga Pranayama, the three-part breath, is an ancient yoga breathing exercise that has been used for centuries. It is a really grounding breath known to purify the body and mind, using the abdominal walls to inhale and the ribs to exhale. Start to just watch your breath as it naturally inhales and exhales while keeping a calm mind. Start inhaling and exhaling through your nose as you gently place your hands over your belly. Inhale deeply and let the air fill your belly as much as possible, pressing out into your hands. Now exhale smoothly and expel all the air from the belly. Drawing your navel in towards the spine as much as you can. This is the first part of Jirga Pranayama. Inhale, the belly rises and pushes out. Exhale, belly draws in. Inhale, belly expands. Exhale, belly retracts. Now place your hands around your ribs. Inhale and feel the air into the rib cage, pushing the ribs out to the side. Exhale. The ribs hug in towards the center. Inhale. Ribs expand to the side. Exhale. Ribs draw in towards the midline. Inhale, ribs pressing out. Exhale, ribs drawing in. Placing your hands now gently over the chest, the heart center. Inhale, feel as the breath enters your upper chest up to the collarbone and let the region around your heart expand. Exhale, the heart sinks settles back deep into the chest, inhale, chest and heart lift, exhale, chest and heart lower, inhale, chest and heart grow, exhale, chest and heart return. Choose now the placement of your hands at any of these parts or rest them wherever they feel most at ease. As we'll now combine all three segments into one long breath. Inhale, the belly rises, ribs expand out, chest lifts up. Exhale, expelling air from the chest, the ribcage, and the belly. Inhale through the belly, ribs, and chest. Exhale through the chest, ribs, and belly. Inhale, belly, ribs, chest. Exhale, chest, ribs, belly. Continue breathing here for a few moments more. Your next exhale, open the mouth with a great big sigh out. <sighs> Inhale through the nose. Audibly sigh it all out. <sighs> they are not already. Allow your hands to rest at your sides taking some time to settle into your space even a little deeper. You might remain seated or you may choose to lie down. Your goal here is to get as physically comfortable and as present with the mind as possible. Throughout this guided meditation, I'll have you focus your attention on different physical sensations within the body As we complete a full body scan, you will use these sensations to help anchor your awareness to your experience in the present moments. You may find that your mind frequently wanders away from your anchor. See if you can notice when your mind has wandered without making judgments about yourself or your ability to do this, just slowly begin to bring it back the sensations in your body. It is the nature of the mind to think, and you're not trying to stop the mind from thinking. You're training the mind to focus more clearly by learning to notice when it has wandered away and then gently bringing it back over and over to the present moment experience. Allow yourself to find complete relaxation, settling deeper still into the space, a place of safe surrender. Let your entire body become soft, feeling that sense of submission as you become one with the earth beneath you. See if you can keep your spine straight while your muscles relax around it and your limbs go limp. Once more, releasing any tension between your brows, dropping the tongue from the roof of the mouth, allowing the jaw to soften. Listen for the sound of my voice as it continues to guide you into this surrender. Perhaps you're multitasking and there's kids crawling over you, begging for your attention and it's not possible to find a complete release. That's okay too. Give yourself grace for whoever you are and allow yourself to just tune in to the best of your abilities. Surrender looks different for each of us at any given moment. Begin to draw your awareness to the bottom of your feet. See if you can notice the sensations in your feet right where they are. The firm foundation of your body, your feet keep you grounded as a mother, as a woman, as a person. Now as you continue to observe the sensations in your feet Allow yourself to also be fully aware of your breath moving in and out of your body. See if you can picture your breath moving in and out through the bottom of your feet. With each inhalation, allow yourself to relax. With Each exhalation. Allow tension, tightness to be released from your feet. Breathing in, relax, breathing out, release. Inhaling fully, exhaling fully. Inhaling slowly. exhaling slowly your awareness scans up the body settling now on the legs honor the power of the legs that carry you through the hustle of each and every day legs that allow you to walk with those you love notice the sensations of your legs as they root the lower body into your space. As you observe the sensations in your legs, you continue to be fully aware of your breath. Imagine the breath is now moving in and out through your legs. With each inhalation, you fall deeper into the state of relaxation. With each exhalation, you release all tension and tightness from your legs, breathing in relaxation, breathing out the release of tension, inhaling fully, exhaling fully. Inhaling slowly, exhaling slowly. Feel now the hands resting gently at your sides, feeling gratitude for hands that can tickle, hands that can play, hands that can serve. Notice the sensations across the palms and along the length of each of your fingers. Allow your hands to be weightless as if they're floating, breathing into the sensations that envelop the hands. Visualize your breath going in and out of your hands. The hands and the breath are indubitably connected here. And In every inhale, your sense of relaxation deepens. And every exhale, you release all tension and tightness from your hands. Inhaling fully. Exhaling fully, inhaling slowly, exhaling slowly, rising through the fingertips, and through the palms, your awareness has now landed on your arms. Strong harms that have or will cradle your baby in all hours of the night and that wrap up those you love in warm embraces. Notice the sensations of your arms. You breathe into these sensations in the arms, watching in the minds as the breath flows in out, any stress, soreness, or fatigue begins to dissipate, breathing in that deep relaxation, breathing out any and all tension and tightness from the arms, inhaling fully. exhaling fully, inhaling slowly exhaling slowly with each breath you take you feel as the belly rises and falls you become aware of all sensations in the belly your gratitude for your belly expands with every breath. Your belly, quite possibly soft and squishy, has been home to your beautiful baby or babies. Here in the center of your being, you have created and carried life. You have been selfless in the sharing of the sacred space. give yourself permission to love every mark that creation has left here you accept all sensations you feel here at the center of creation in this place of love you see the cleansing power of your breath flowing in and out of the belly Breathing in an even deeper state of relaxation, breathing out tension, tightness in your center. Inhaling fully, exhaling fully. inhaling slowly and exhaling slowly working your way up you find your shoulders and your neck the sensations here are many this is where you carry the weight of your worlds your stresses and your worries Recognize that those these sensations have their place. It is not your job to hold on to them. So allow the breath to flow freely here. Seeing the breath flow into the shoulders and the neck. Seeing the breath flow out of the shoulders and the neck. Breathing into a state pure relaxation, breathing out all tension and tightness from the shoulders and the neck, inhaling fully, exhaling fully, inhaling slowly. Exhaling slowly. Finally, your awareness scans to the very top of your body, recognizing the sensations in the jaw, the muscles around the eyes, the forehead, and the crown. These sensations might feel tight, so give yourself permission to soften and release know that these sensations are here on the physical body but your focus has full permission to be on your breath on your inhale your breath begins to flow into the jaw the muscles around your eyes, the forehead and the crown gathers all of that tightness and the breath carries it away on your exhale Breathing in, you find that ultimate state of relaxation. Breathing out all tension and tightness from the jaw, eyes, forehead, crown. Inhaling fully. Exhaling fully. Exhaling slowly exhaling slowly your sensations are part of you and yet they no longer concern you instead all of your awareness is on your breath and your breath alone the breath flows fluidly through the entire body Every inhale, relaxing you more. Every exhale, giving your physical body permission to surrender. You are whole in your being. You are safe in your space. You are one with your breath. Recognize how clear the mind feels on your inhales and how at peace the soul feels on your exhales. It is through the breath that we enter this world. And it is through the breath that we will one day find our exits. And it is the breath that guides our life in the space between. So find gratitude for your breath. For its cleansing power. For its ability to calm the mind and soothe the soul. For its constant presence. We'll end our meditation the same way we began. By finding the three-part breath pranayama just three cycles this time inhale belly ribs chest exhale chest ribs belly inhale belly ribs chest. Exhale, chest, ribs, belly. Inhale, belly, ribs, yourself permission to begin to awaken the body. Perhaps you gently move your fingers and your toes, rolling through your wrists and your ankles. Maybe you even take a big good morning stretch just reaching your arms up overhead. One last time, sending an abundance of love and gratitude to your body for all that it does for you, for all that it does to take care of those whom you love dearly. Until next time, with love and light, I thank you for sharing this space.
0: Thank you once again to Danny for that amazing meditation. We hope you guys will remember that empowered women empower women.